0: The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC, and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio, and we are here, this hour has flown by Daphne, as it always does when we have Daphne Davis from Pinnacle Senior Placements here with us. And, you know, we've had all these conversations, but I want to start this segment first with talking a little bit about, you know, you're the ultimate solution person for these for families out there that are having questions and I would love to before we go in to finish off this hour share with families how you help them. I think this is really important. Well, we we are a very hands-on company and our family advisors
1: will walk through this journey based on what your story is. One of the things that we really focus on is the uniqueness of each family. So we adjust to where your family is. We help people who are, you know, I'm making this phone call, Daphne, just because I think this might be up and coming. Maybe it's a year down that, you know, my mom might need to have some additional support, but can you help me figure out what should I be doing now to prepare for a year from now? If we can have that Mm -hmm. conversation. Um, We can have a conversation that that says, um, mom just had an accident. She's at the rehab now, um, recovering from hip surgery. She can't go home anymore. We can't care for her at home. We've thought about in-home care, but we're not sure that's going to be a good solution long-term. What are our options? We talk about that. We talk about, um, you know, our family is just not getting along together, and my mom and dad really need help. I'm the one who's there, you know, every single week, every other day, but but Mm -hmm. every sibling doesn't see it. We help on that level. We help on a level that says, um, how do we plan financially for this? I don't even know who to talk to. Because Pinnacle Senior Placements functions as an information post. We're a place that you can go after 21 years of doing this job. Um, I, I sure sure better have some resources for you. If I can't help you directly, at least I may have some vetted resources that I trust mm-hmm. and that you at least can, can say, well, one person trusts this." this company. I'm going to try it out myself. So we act as a resource Mm. for some families. Most often Mm -hmm. it starts with a simple phone call. During COVID we then move to a Zoom Mm. uh, conversation so that we can see each other. Um, We can kind of get a sense of who who we are. Very often then it will move to including the loved one. That conversation is usually done via Zoom also and it's very short usually 10, 20, 30 minutes at the most for us at Pinnacle to get a sense of who your, your loved one is beyond a piece of paper. We are all whole, right. functioning, productive citizens, human beings that are more than just a list of symptoms or personality traits. We want to know who your loved one is. So that, that step happens. We then, let's say you're in a, in a place that we do need to discover highest values and act quickly to keep someone safe. Um, and so we go through a process of discovering what things are most important to your family, the highest values. And then, you know, mm-hmm. that could be something like my mom needs a private room. She needs to have, you know, four o'clock um, coffee clutch, you know, whatever it is. We figure right. out what are the things that are important we do research and we, based on your highest values, use our data bank and all of our experience between the seven of us to define just the right places that we think might work. And then we can mm-hmm. work together.
0: You think of the questions to ask that a family might not even think about if they were going to look out for resources on their own. They wouldn't think of asking, Well, wow, my mom has to have a gluten free diet, you know, or You know, I have, I know mom doesn't like spicy food or anything like that. Can those things, uh, you know, be part of that conversation? And absolutely they can. And you know the questions that need to be addressed, which I think is so valuable in making sure that you make the right choice.
1: Yes, that's very important. I mean, we just discovered with another family that mom is very social But she likes small groups. She feels overwhelmed with having, you know, 25 people in a room. She wants to have smaller groups. Yes, she's social, but we need to find a social outlet for her that's in a Mm -hmm. smaller environment or with a smaller number Mm -hmm. of people. Um, You just don't know what to think about until you've gone through this journey, and nor should you. This is the first time for a lot of our families to walk through this journey, and so we're here to help you. And as we tour uh, into communities via Zoom again, we will help you discover the things that fit and don't fit in your family's highest values and checklist. So we, we help for that honesty piece. Also, then after someone moves, we will follow through with you and help you and your loved one get through this time of transition. And most often that's about conversations and communication Mm -hmm. and and Mm -hmm. expectations. And so we help our families be able to know what can they expect and and what can't we expect.
0: And, you know, I think that in, in itself is so valuable. I mean, how often do I think about my experience when I was trying to help my mom and I had no idea what to do? And I remember Going into communities and feeling the pressure that I had to find her a place to live, Um, but then I walk into these communities and to me they were all the same because I didn't understand what the differences were. And uh, you know, to have a a person that would be with me that would help me recognize, oh, these things are important to your mom. This is why we're looking at this community because they they will match, you know, her values in these ways. This helps, you know, clear through the clutter and it helps you uh, families narrow in on what's most important and what's going to make mom or dad the most happy in this situation.
1: Yes, That's exactly right and that is the ultimate goal. How can we help someone transition the smoothest and quickest? Usually over my 21 years of doing this job, people will transition, just how graceful will it be? Mm -hmm. Will it be painful? Will it be a short transition? Will it feel natural? Um, My goal is to have it feel as natural as possible and happen as quickly as possible. And that means we have to pay attention to the details. As a general consumer, it is my opinion that you would have no way of knowing the little details unless you had a concept of what do I even ask? Can right. this be a question? Is this a variable in a community of care and in each type of community care? Memory care, assisted living, independent mm-hmm. living, adult family homes. What, what are the norms? What can I expect? And what are the values of looking at each one of those those um, communities? Does mm-hmm. it fit mm-hmm. for our story? Somebody might say that it fits for your story based on an opinion, Here at Pinnacle, we try very, very hard to listen to the specifics of your journey.
0: And I think also with your professional expertise, uh, let's say mom has the beginning stages of Alzheimer's dementia. She's not ready for Mm -hmm. memory care per se, but you're going to understand with your professional expertise that you probably don't want to put her in a big community if somebody has dementia because in many cases that can stress them out. It can be way too much, too much stimulus, too much of that. So, again, you're having the ability to understand it from a professional viewpoint. Mom might be really sociable today, but three months from now, that could change. It could be definitely different based on the progression of, you know, what her care plan might be.
1: That's exactly right. And you bring up a good point here of the consideration of things to think about, and that is how much support will help your loved one live and if we don't have that support are they stuck in surviving because often families are like oh but you know we want to have mom still make you know her toast in the morning well maybe she's gotten to the place where making toast and a cup of tea is really stressing her out and if she has Mm -hmm. you know 10 units of energy for that day she just used three to make toast and, and a cup of tea Maybe it's better to have someone else make that toast and cup of tea for her so that she can use those three units of energy for something she really enjoys instead of something that she's like, I'm not sure I remember Mm -hmm. how to do this. Why is this so difficult? Mm -hmm. How come I can't remember? And in the beginning stages of a dementia process, those thoughts happen very often. And they're foreign to family members.
0: Yes. And ultimately it comes right back to the fact of where we started this hour of understanding that there is a dynamic between a a, a mother and daughter or a father and son or whatever that is about not wanting to be a burden, and there's also this element of being the daughter and being the son. I will venture to guess, as a matter of fact, I know that a senior is much more likely to have really candid conversations with a professional like Daphne than they can't, than they will with their own child. Um, They want, they don't feel like they can share in many cases, their fears about aging and different things like this and bringing somebody in like Daphne that can help guide your family and help through that process, I think is so valuable.
1: Um,
0: I know that, you know, you've had, multiple stories, things like that.
1: Yes, it happens quite frequently, and I want to tell our listeners, if you are the senior and you are feeling these things like, yeah, Suzanne's right, I don't want to talk to my daughter about this. She's got so much on her plate. She's raising her kids. She's running a job. She's doing her household. She's got her marriage. I mean, you know the process. Feel free to call me, and if you're the, the family member that's listening here, be confident that I will pull family in because if you know if my mom came to me and said, "Hey, I talked to this person named Daphne and she can help us figure this out." And you're going to go, "Who is Daphne and where did you get mm-hmm. that phone number?" And so I want to respect the whole process of earning trust of having openness yes. and transparency with the permission of of those senior, of course. But you, you can advocate for yourself. If you're the listener today, you can advocate, and it's safe to call us and just say, these are the things that are going on, or I've been feeling this way. And we can help you bridge that gap to getting back to your son or daughter and, and in a way that will be simple.
0: And so, Daphne, how do we reach you?
1: You reach us the easiest at 855 1500. So let me repeat that it's 855 734 1500. Or if you're savvy on the computer, you can reach us at pinnacle
0: senior com. Thank you so much, Daphne. And to all of our listeners out there, have the conversations and remember to remind mom and dad that they're not a burden say thank you to the care providers that are in your circle if anybody is out there serving somebody whether it's in a health care position or anything like that we want you to know that we're grateful for you and so until next week everyone be good to each other the preceding podcast was provided by pinnacle senior placements llc and answers for elders radio to contact pinnacle senior placements go to pinnacle senior placements Hey, everybody, Jared Sebastian, your host of Retire Repurposed. This podcast is dedicated to help people transition into fulfilling and purposeful retirements. Retirement is a big life change. In fact, the two most dangerous years of a person's life are the year they were born and the year they retire. Few people could just flip the switch from working a career 30 or 40 plus years retiring on Friday without methodical steps to living what we call a repurposed retirement.